Hello, and welcome to Uncluttered, the podcast that discusses the connection between faith and organizing. Our focus on this in this podcast is not to just look at the how of organizing, but the why behind it, specifically looking at it from a biblical standpoint of why we need to remove the chaos and clutter from our lives. Hi, my name is Leanna George. I'm a professional organizer and author and living in Houston, Texas. And I'm Angie Heitch, certified professional organizer and author living in East Tennessee. So are you ready to unclutter your heart and your home so you can focus on what matters most? Well, let's dive in. All right. So Leanna, both of us have worked as professional organizers. And I don't know about you, but when I tell people that I work as an organizer, I usually get one of three responses. So the first one is, whoa, no way. Seriously, that's a thing? Like you can really do that as a job? I had no idea. Right. That's kind of what I thought the first time I heard about professional organizing. Like, wow, that's really cool. And then the second one is, oh, I love to organize. Oh, do you mean like uh, you work with hoarders or you mean like Marie Kondo and oh, I love bins and the container store and that kind of thing. That's the second response I often get. But then the third one, probably the most common is, oh man, if you came to my house, you would definitely run away screaming, oh my goodness, you don't want to come to my house or Oh my goodness, I could use you at my house. And often it's kind of like this, uh, oh, I'm just hopeless. I'm the worst. And and people talk about it like if they're disorganized, it's uh, it's almost like a moral failure or even a, an out-and-out sin. I'm just so down on themselves. And so I was thinking back where we talked about in episode one, where we talked about God being a God of order. So then that kind of made me think, well, if God's a God of order, and he invented organizing, then if I'm disorganized and if I don't have order in my life, does that mean I'm sinning? And so, uh, you know, what do you think? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a really good question. And one that's hard to dissect for sure. Um, because we both know that nowhere in the Bible does it say that disorganization is a sin. You know, I mean, you could scour, you could look at all the different translations and I don't think you're going to find being disorganized as a sin. What I think if you look at it, um, I think if you look at it at a deeper level, I think what it is, is it's not so much the disorganization is a sin, but it's the greed, the fear, the selfishness and the laziness um, behind the disorganization that are sins. And it's those deeper issues that cause us to become disorganized. And so I think that's where, that's where we see the the sin part. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the one thing I want to say when I, when I say that is please, if you're listening to this, don't think that we're casting stones. We're not casting any stones at at anyone. Um, But because I will be the first to tell you, I, I struggle with patience, which oftentimes leads me to sin, right? Mm -hmm. I grow impatient with God um, or with others, um, especially when I want something to happen and it's not happening fast enough. Um, Many times I will jump the gun and I will just go ahead and make things happen or bring it to pass rather than wait on God's timing. And when I do that, I know that that is wrong. I know that that is my sin. But the good news is that God is merciful and he is gracious um, and he provides me multiple opportunities to learn and become more patient. And I think the same thing is true with uh, being organized. We can um, 
you know, have the fear, we can have the greed, we can have the selfishness that leads to that disorganization. But God is merciful and he will teach us how to overcome those fears, those those sins so that we can have a more orderly life. Yeah, completely agree. Um, and uh, because God is a God of order, he made us in his image and he's promised he's given us the uh, the everything that we need for it. We can learn the skills. Um, and, you know, for some people, organization comes fairly naturally. Um, and that happens to be true for me. It's, it's true for a lot of organizers, not necessarily all of them. And that doesn't mean that um, if it comes easily to you, you're a better person. It just happens to be a strength. You know, we all have strengths and weaknesses. Um, so organizing comes naturally to me. So we'll just talk about a silly example, but uh, drawing does not come naturally to me at all. So yeah. I'm lucky to draw a stick figure. I'd love to be able to do that, um, but it's definitely not a strength that I have naturally. Now, does that mean I'm never going to be able to draw? Well, not necessarily. If I really cared about it enough, I could take some lessons. I could do some online classes. I could learn some of the basic skills and I could improve at it. So uh, just because I don't naturally have the skills for drawing doesn't mean I can't learn it. Uh, so the same thing is true as far as organizing. Just because someone doesn't naturally have those skills doesn't mean they can't learn it. They certainly can. Um, so I think we sometimes set ourselves up for failure when we say, oh, well, I'm not an organized person. I could never do that. Well, we, we can't uh, give up on ourselves that quickly. You know, we need to give ourselves the benefit of the doubt that we can change with God's power. Yeah, absolutely. And and just to share a story, even though we've worked with clients, we would never share those stories. But we do have some stories to, stories to share um, about, you know, uh, people uh, in the industry who have been open and honest about their their struggles. And one of the pioneers of the organizing industry, Julie Morgenstern, shares that you know, she struggled with disorganization. She was a super disorganized person. <clears throat> yeah. She tells in her book, um, Organizing from the Inside Out, how she was so disorganized that one day she wanted to take her newborn baby out to the park. Um, to, you know, you know how it is when you have a newborn, you want to get out and get some fresh air and, yeah. you know, and, and things like that. And so she wanted to take the baby out to the park, but she was so disorganized that, you know, it would take her, took her some time to put a bag together. You cannot leave the house with a newborn without a bag, right? You need to have something to drink in case they get hungry. Of course, you've got to have diapers and wipes, change of clothes, oh, some toys to occupy them, right? <laughs> so by the time she was able to find all of those different items in her home, and get them all together. When she finally was ready, the baby had fallen asleep. Yeah. And the moment was lost. And she said that it it dawned on her that if she wanted to create a life with her child, it allowed her to have memories and moments like that, that something was going to have to change. And yeah. so she began to look at organization. How can I be organized? What do I need to do? And she knew that it wasn't something that she was naturally good at. But she took the time and the effort and she learned how to become organized. And like I said, she was a trailblazer for the organizing industry. Yes, I mean, definitely. honestly, if you think of professional organizing, one of the first people you're going to think of is Julie Morgenstern. So there is hope that if you are disorganized, there is hope for you that you can become organized. Yes, definitely. And so it's while it's great to listen to stories like Julie's and about people that 
don't, that it doesn't come naturally and then they learn and they do better. Um, those things help, but I think the best tools and inspiration always come from God's word. So let's look at a couple of verses yes. that uh, apply in this situation. So Second Peter 1.3 says, by his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. So we've already been assured by our creator uh, that we have all the tools we need. We are fully equipped. We've got all we need. Then Philippians 1.6 uh, says, I'm certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it's finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. Um, you know, we talk sometimes about being a work in progress, and that is definitely the case. There's so many things that I'm trying to work on in my life. Um, so God's promised us that it, his work in us, he's going to carry it on to completion. He's going to help us continue to get better. So we're a work in progress. We've got all the tools that we need. Yeah. I think what's so disheartening is that people um, look at what's on HTV or what they see on Pinterest or what they see in a magazine and they yeah. think, oh, that's what organized is. So if that's what organized is and that's what I need to do to be organized. And so many times they try that and it works at first, but after a while, it, they fall off the wagon and then they think, well, that's it. I can't be organized. I tried to be organized. It didn't work for me. And what they fail to understand is that, that we are unique, even though we are all made in God's image the same, mm -hmm. we are each unique individuals, right? We each have our own thumbprint. Um, there's something unique about us. And that includes our organizing style. And, Absolutely. you know, I really discovered this when I was, uh, working with my children. Um, you know, I have two girls, um, and they're adult women now, but, um, they, when they were younger, I was always trying to show them how to be organized the way I organize things. Um, and I thought for sure that's going to, you know, wear off on them and they're going to be organized people too. And then, you know, when they got into their teenage years and there was mess all over their house or they, I mean, their room and, and the house, and they weren't doing the things like I had shown them. I was like, like hashtag parent fail, right? <laughs> what is wrong with me? I am an organized person. Why aren't these children? And then one day I was watching them do stuff for school. And I noticed my older daughter, she wanted all of her school papers in a three ring binder. And she was there and she was punching the holes. She had color coded dividers. They were in order of her classes. And she was putting the papers in just a certain way. Right. Oh my my younger daughter. Yeah. yeah. My younger daughter, she was like, oh, I don't, don't, I don't want that punch hole. Don't give me that punch hole. That's too many steps. That's too much work. I just want mom. I don't want a three ring binder because she doesn't like to open it up and then put things in and then close it up. She wanted just a, just a simple pocket folder and she would just put them in there according to subject. Now, it didn't have to be in the order that her day went, but as long as she had them in there and she knew where they were, she was good to go. And that's how she kept herself organized. And it was like, aha, they have their own organizing style, oh, right? Yeah. They have their own organizing style. And if they have their own organizing style, then everyone else must too. And I think that's what we need to be focusing on. We don't need to be focusing on what everybody else is doing, but we need to be focusing on our organizing styles um, ourselves. Yeah, that's good. Um, so we we mentioned the first episode, we mentioned uh, Cassandra Arson has a show Hot Mess House on HGTV. And um, she came and spoke at NAPO conference. I was kind of listening to her story about she's famous for 
having this organizing quiz where you discover your organizing style. And it's really good. But when I listened to how she came up with the quiz, it was fascinating. So she started helping people organize. And like a lot of us, when we start out, she wasn't charging very much. And she made this promise that if whatever they set up is not working, that she'll come back for free and fix it. So she got people set up and she was kind of doing what came naturally to her, you know, setting up the systems that worked for her. And many times that would work. But then there were quite a few people who would call back and like, you know, this is this is not working. Yeah. And so she just was like, what what is going on? I, I mean, I know what I'm doing. It works for me. Why is this not working? And so she was able to see just by uh, experience with clients that the same style didn't work. So. As she worked with people and tried different things, she started seeing patterns. Uh, and so those patterns led to her establishing this uh, different organizing styles. So her website is clutterbug.me. And true to this whole clutterbug theme, all the organizing styles are some kinds of bugs. So there's like ladybug, cricket, butterfly, and bee. Mm -hmm. And um, so like, I think your older daughter is probably a cricket, which is what I am, where we like detailed systems. Uh, we don't like very much stuff out. We were okay with things being hidden, but we be, we're willing to take the time to get it in the right place. Um, you know, and then your younger daughter would be a different style. So for this week's Unclutter It, our practical step, we want you to go to Cassie's site, Unclutter, I mean, clutterbug.me, and go take the quiz. We'll have the link in the show notes. Figure out what your organizing style is. And then the neat thing about figure out, figuring out your style is not just being able to say, oh, hey, I'm a butterfly or I'm a ladybug, is what does that mean for what systems would work and what systems wouldn't work? And then that's the real magic. When you figure that out and you know what's going to work and you know what's not going to work, so you maybe had some of that off at the past, then... Um, you know, that it can really save you time and effort and, and keep you from being frustrated. So go to Cassie's site, take that quiz and figure out how to get your organizing style into how to, you organize not just your stuff, but your time, your mind and all that. Uh, so that's our step for you this week. Yeah. And so we'll have those those links in the show notes. Um, and you'll also find a link to our uh, resource for you this week as well, which is... Um, our favorite books on how to become organized. We've got a whole list of our favorite books that can help you um, with your organize, build that organizing muscle. It's like when you go to the gym, right? You mm -hmm. don't start out yeah. with five pound weights. You've got to, you know, I mean, or 20 pound weights, you got to start out small, right? So we've got to develop your organizing muscles. And one way to do that um, is through learning and what better way to learn than through books. Um, we can say that because we're authors. Um, and so <laughs> we have, uh, curated 10 books that we think are really, really good um, that you'll learn a lot, get some good insights and definitely get some tips that you can use once you have figured out your unique um, organizing style. Yes. So we have books on there from Marie Kondo, Julie Morgenstern, um, Joshua Fields, Gretchen Rubin, um, and of course, Cassandra Arson. So be sure you go check that out. Um, but before we go, let's talk one more time, Angie, about what it is we wanted to cover in this episode. All right. So the question at the beginning was, is being disorganized a sin? No, being disorganized is not a sin. But sometimes the deeper issues like greed or laziness or selfishness, those things can 
affect us and cause us to become disorganized. So we have to look at the deeper issues. And then secondly, we each have different ways of learning. We have different organizing styles, and it's really helpful to know those styles and to know what works for us. And then thirdly, and most importantly, God gives us all the tools we need and uh, to lead a godly life, and we're all works in progress. Thank God for that. Yes, for sure. (laughs) Definitely. And when we're not, then we're times up on this earth. So yeah. Well, that is it for this episode of Uncluttered. We hope that you've learned something. We hope that you've been encouraged um, and educated and um, equipped. So as always, we'd love to connect with you. You can find Mm -hmm. us online on our website at uncluttered.faith. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, And if you want to email us, we'd love to hear from you. So send us a question or a comment and let us know. You can email us at contact at uncluttered.faith. Yes. And uh, Eric and I like to go to Barter Theater in Abingdon, Virginia. And when they do their curtain speech at the beginning, they always... uh, end it with the immortal words of Robert Porterfield, the founder of Barter Theater. And he says, if you like us, talk about us. And if you don't, just keep your mouth shut. So I say that in order to say that if you like this podcast, you find it helpful, we'd love for you to share uh, with friends and family members. That's going to be the best way that people will find us. And of course, ratings and reviews help as well. So um, we'll leave you with this one thought to remember that an uncluttered life is an abundant life. Thank you.